All right, you guys, welcome to On Point, Madison Menchaca. Hi, guys. I'm Madison really is one of my best friends, and she's just seen me go through absolutely everything, honestly. Like every area of life, we laugh about it all the time. Um, we go through such similar things too that we talk about that I'm like, okay, we need to have this conversation, document it for other girls because I feel like we have a lot to say today. Yes. <laughs> for sure. Um, I wanted to start with how we met because it's a funny story. We met on 4th of July. 2019. 2019. And I had just landed from Paris and I went to my brother's girlfriend's at the time had a 4th of July like party mm -hmm. at her house. And I went there and my sister was there and my sister's like, oh my gosh, there's this girl Madison here. And you guys are so similar because at the time I didn't drink or do anything or party or any, I didn't do anything that my, the typical mm -hmm. girls my age did and you didn't either yeah. and still don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was so funny. Like, we met and you just like looked at me and you were supposed to sleep at that house that night and it was just chaos like party and like yeah and I was new I didn't really know I knew people but I wasn't too familiar to where I was like comfortable enough yeah because like, you stay in that you just moved from Florida yeah. where you grew up yeah and when do you move to LA I moved September 2019 okay so like that September following the summer that I met you I moved <laughs> that's crazy I know and you moved for modeling yeah that was my reason to come out here because in Florida, I mean, there's Miami, but it's mostly swim and I don't really enjoy swim as I do like beauty and, you know, clothing. Yeah. It's fashion. More the, yeah. Fashion is more the focus out here. So I enjoy yeah. that way more. But Madison looked at me at this party and you were supposed to sleep there and I you looked at me and you're like, Can't, like you didn't really know anybody like... Or did you even have a place at the time? Or I didn't have a place. I was staying. Where was I staying? I think I was staying at a hotel at that point. I don't know actually what I was, what my situation was. But I think we were all the way in like Malibu, and I, you know that's a great question. Why I can't remember what I was doing living wise at that moment. But I think I was staying. It could have been at the. The apartment that you came to. It was an Airbnb. Oh, okay. Do you remember okay. that? Yeah, yeah, I do remember but that. But I don't remember, like, why I... You were going to sleep, sleep there. with the, at your place. Yeah, well, she ended up coming to my house. We had never met, and I, like, drove her home to my house, and she <laughs> slept at my apartment. Like, you had On no idea. I didn't know you guys at all. I just took a leap of faith. I know. Well, you knew. Yeah. You knew. I just knew instantly after meeting Luna, like, what kind of girl she was. And I knew her brother first, and he was like, you know, you'd love my sister. And then when I met Zoe, she was like, yeah, you need to meet her. And yeah. then I met you, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, we, like, clicked instantly, yeah. and then we started hanging out after that, and the yeah. rest is history yeah um but we've been through so much stuff together and I go to Madison a lot for advice because she's gone through a lot of similar things that I've gone through but I did want to talk first about the fact that we went through our like LA party girl phase together and this is like yeah again I don't talk about this time often because it's so I not who either. I am or who you are yeah and there's nothing wrong with it, of course, to each their own. But mm -hmm. me and Madison, like, what is your experience making friends, moving out to L.A., not being from here? Um, I would say I 
honestly wasn't as social, I feel like, as a person is when they first move to a new city. I was definitely more to myself. Um, I'm very cautious with who I surround myself with. So I was very wary coming out here with people's intentions. Um, But I feel like, yeah, I definitely was more to myself. I feel like I met a good little group of people as soon as I moved out here. So I got very, very lucky. Um, And I'm still friends with most of those people so yeah I think I I was fortunate enough to meet a good group to where I didn't have to go and reach out to people the people that I love these you know these days that I'm living here came to me by mutuals and just I guess gravitated towards the people that I have in my life yeah that's good but we went through something together when we were both like not in a relationship at the time and me and Madison like I just remember the first night because we we just like wanted I don't know what we were trying we were trying to fill a void both of us were trying to fill some void and we were just trying to do the opposite of who we were because we felt like who we were wasn't enough yeah for the people that we wanted in our lives yeah exactly and there was like one Halloween where I remember like I had just DM like it was so funny we're so pure like we don't know anything about this world like yeah. at least I don't, you know, and I know you don't, yeah. but I like DM'd this like random promoter guy and we went to this random party together yeah. and it was just dark. And, you know, we were more than trying to be, we weren't really trying to be in the scene. We were trying to observe it because we're like, mm-hmm. is it what it lives up to be in the way that like, do people do it every weekend because it truly fills some type of void or is it? something that people really enjoy doing yeah i don't think it is no i don't i don't know i don't know still to this day i don't have it figured out and i really do wish i could experience a great night of going out and partying because i feel like you know back in the day you know my mom talks about these nights where she went to this club and they're just dancing all night and it's so fun i'm like why it's not like that here i think it's really because, not yeah i mean generation has changed completely generations have changed completely obviously like change comes with time but I feel like in almost a negative way you know like your mom didn't have to worry about anything when she was going out in those days what she looked like no social media no no who you know yeah how did you get in here yeah exactly um no social social status wasn't wasn't a thing wasn't a thing so true that's like a major and it's not that we you know care about it like oh, I don't want to go there because I'm, you know, I'm not liked there or I'm not like at the top there. It's like, that's not even a mindset. It's just when you're there, people make you feel that way. Like, who are you? How did you get in here? Like, who invited you? Who are you talking to? What are you wearing? Mm -hmm. Just the worst. It's the worst. And because it also is, it's like a networking thing when you move out here. It's like, for you, it's different because you didn't move out here to become an influencer or YouTuber or like be famous. You came to like pursue a job in modeling, which yeah here you just have more job opportunities but yeah it's just so interesting it's so hard to connect to girls out here but I feel like you found I did you you got like lucky with the people that you found that at the beginning you know I did yeah um but it doesn't mean that I don't like yeah I don't know it's it's so weird I am a social person but at the same time it's so hard out here to be a social person it is because if you're someone who's like an introvert and is scared of getting let down or hurt by people, you tend to just hermit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, be social we and are hermits. Seem, and then, yeah. And then I always fight with myself of like, 
well, I'm protecting my energy by doing that. But then at the same time, do people think I'm like standoffish because I don't go out and socialize and like right. actually meet the people that I'm even friends with online, you know? Yeah. But it's just, yeah. You know, it is hard. It's hard. And it's harder for you. I did want to talk about the fact that you are sober, but not, not necessarily in a way of like you that had I, a problem and, and yeah. got sober, but you've just never... I mean, as far I've never seen Madison do anything, which yes. is crazy. <laughs> I have definitely tried alcohol and I have, I think, 100% decided it's not for me. And I think it's not something I think is shameful or um, like it, it's definitely not for everybody. But I feel like ever since I was young, I always wanted a sober relationship and I always wanted to be sober. Um, because I feel like I never saw a positive outcome mm -hmm. with people who drank alcohol. Right. So I think I decided that early on. And, you know, obviously I was like, OK, well, I'm going to try it. And I did. And I think I still stand by that. I want to be sober. I want to be in a sober relationship. And I think it's best for me because the day after you just feel so just sad. And it's just like. It's unnecessary. If some, if you, if you know what's making you sad, the fact that you wouldn't subtract it from your life just doesn't make sense. Yeah. To me. No, I totally but, understand that. Obviously, yeah. I understand that. But yeah. have you ever had like a time where you kind of wish that you could, or like you've been out and you're like, oh well, I wish I could feel like that feeling or have more confidence or. I think the only thing I think about is that I don't think as much. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. but in a way that scares me. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't want a substance to ever take away from me because I feel like all the thoughts that I do have, even if they're running a hundred miles per hour in my head, like that is me. Yeah. And I don't ever want to like, di it's pretty much di diluting, is that how you say it? Diluting yourself. Yeah. And for some people it makes them more confident, but I truly feel like at the end of the day, like you have to find that confidence without a substance first yeah. before you feel like that is what's going to make you confident totally I feel like that's very dangerous that makes a lot of sense so. i feel like you need to like know that you can go and meet people in a sober environment but if you want to add to the to the vibe with yeah. alcohol or whatever then like you you're at a place where you can do that yeah i totally get that yeah that's crazy so i think that's the only thing i think about is like oh yeah like i know i definitely probably let loose a little more talk a little more this a little more but it's like but no i want to be that person when i'm sober yeah so i think that's just what keeps me from ever wanting to mm -hmm. you know that's such a good like way to look at it for sure um another thing that me and madison relate a lot on and that i come to her for advice every day is the fact that you're in a relationship with somebody who's in the public eye um if you don't know Madison is dating Cameron Dallas, Vine star, Cameron yes. Dallas. Um, and it's so funny because you met him when we first met. I, I, I remember this story of like you had hung out with this group of people or whatever. And the, this one guy left the wallet, his wallet. And I was like at your house and I just like yeah. picked up this wallet and it, and I looked at the ID and I was like, Cameron Dallas. I was like, oh, wow. Like, you know, who that is <laughs> I didn't know him that well at that point. We were just hanging out as friends and we met as friends and it stayed friends for some time. And yeah, he had left his wallet after 
hanging out as friends and mm-hmm. i was just left like, yeah. his wallet yeah she's, mm-hmm. she thinks it's on purpose a little move but yeah knowing Sparked him he all. forgets his wallet he loses his wallet <laughs> and uh, now 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 four years later i know that it wasn't an accident yeah but um <laughs> four years that's crazy years. yeah well this summer is four years since we met but i basically just say four years yeah. i don't count you know yeah whatever but yeah i mean yeah that feels like so long ago but yeah i thinking back to that time is hilarious it is crazy yeah but he definitely saw something in you yeah four years later yeah um but i do come to madison a lot on this topic because i obviously recently got into a relationship with someone that's in the public eye and it's been hard in so many ways because i just think it's it's obviously not it takes a really strong like strong in her sense like sense in her sense of self girl to date someone that has like all these like especially someone like Cameron Dallas who you know it's like he was kind of the teen heartthrob and you know it's like mostly about that and Mm -hmm. it's so hard I remember you would tell me stories or like you'd be at a cafe and it's like if you want to touch on that it's like yeah um I think that in the beginning it was a lot harder because he had never I guess posted a girl as his girlfriend and said this is my girlfriend guys and you know kind of I guess wore his heart on his sleeve for another person on social media and Mm -hmm. I think it was scary for me just because it was I mean I didn't understand it at first I didn't know what was to come I didn't think too much into it because I didn't go into it thinking like oh what's this gonna be like because he is in the public eye I went into it like I hope this is a good relationship. Yeah. You know, so it kind of took me by surprise. I mean, I was young, I was 18, and I didn't, I've never been around anybody who was in the public eye. I didn't know what to expect. But yeah, it was overwhelming. Like I would be at cafes and he would get a DM from a girl being like, oh, like, do you want to hang out tonight or something like that? And yeah. it's just like I'm sitting there with him at the table and, you know, it's, it's, it's a different type of feeling where the, people would make videos being like, oh, you didn't want to tell your girlfriend about me, like you're hiding me. And it it would be old stuff. Like mm-hmm. they would just dig up old stuff and try to skew it to make it look like it was recent and, you know, try to tear the relationship down. And, you know, I would find out that people were saying like, oh, she's just dating him to get her name out in LA or she's just dating him, you know, f- for the benefits. But it's like, oh, that was the farthest from the truth. Yeah. No, I know. I can you know. I can see it that firsthand. Like that you went into that so innocently and yeah. never once has it been about never. his image. It's like literally mm-hmm. just your relationship. How do you guys progress and work on things in, in your relationship, you know? Yeah. What drew me to him was that he was becoming sober and he talked about his family and how important it was. And I'm very, you know, I'm I, I love anybody who, you know, has their family around them close to their family I mean even if they're not I'm not saying like if you're not I don't like you but anybody who puts family you know in their top priorities is a is a is a good person yeah and I just saw that very early on and I thought like wow how cool that a person wants to do a 360 with their life and and is doing it for themselves and not anybody else yeah so I think that's what I I was excited to see where that journey would take him yeah that was you know I was like I hope he can stay true to this journey and I hope that we can you know 
have this relationship and it grow just as much as him yeah and you know and me i was you know i was 18 and i'm gonna be 22 next month crazy crazy yeah it's just so it's so interesting and it's also just it does it's like inhumane you know to have someone it's just something that you just don't know how to deal with and no there's no book it's not like i can go talk to megan fox and ask her how she's dealing with it you know it's like it's not something that you you just kind of have to learn from experience and also just have that self-confidence in you it's like yeah yeah, it's not normal to to or you're not obviously going to feel comfortable i'm on tour watching all these girls look at him like this on the stage like yeah it's not a normal thing to like have to go through that in a relationship it's obviously it's gonna be hard but there's like so many things you have to learn it it, yeah it's crazy because i mean even a normal and i'm not saying our relationships aren't normal they're human beings right right, it is normal there's just this layer of like you know stuff that's not normal right it's a, and it could be you can make it a thick layer or you can make it a thin layer and i feel like i've definitely tried to make it a thin layer because um yeah it, you just it, i mean no matter what relationships are going to have hardships um and then yeah to add them you know girls being extra because who they are yeah it's definitely weird like i remember being at um like this new year's thing I think it was like ball drop of for 2020 or something. And this girl was obviously drunk and, you know, we don't drink. So we're sober. And I remember him like going down to ask the guys below if they like wanted a drink. And I remember her like grabbing him and trying to kiss him right in front of me. And I just remember thinking, you know, I know she's like under the influence, but how disrespectful. Is yeah. That? Regardless of anything. Regardless. Of, yeah. You know, and then I and then it's just moments like those where I'm like, wow, like you got to be a very specific type of human being to be in this kind of relationship yeah no you do it takes like a very strong backbone that i'm still like i come to madison all the time for advice and it's nice to have someone that's like been through it Mm -hmm. um to give me the advice but it's so hard and it's like you know all these people want to tear you down and -hmm. especially i don't know for you if it's like his you know he's like this heartthrob and whatever and it's about that then all these girls want him so they're gonna hate you or yeah it's like we're seeing that all over online right now i know you know with the that stuff but (laughs) i don't know it's it's interesting and then for me it's like he doesn't necessarily have all girl fans he does Mm -hmm. but it's also guys who want heartbreak music so they want us to break up so that he can write a great album so it's like what can we do to do that? And the amount of like DMs that I get of like fake stuff. I've had people come up to me in restaurants telling me like crazy, crazy lies you guys wouldn't even understand. Like people being like, oh, well, I hooked up with him at this concert. And I'm like, I was there. I was like literally yeah. on that tour with him that night. What do you mean? Like people are you just it's so hard. And then it's like, oh, well, how are you supposed to now level out? Because you're supposed to know that the truth will come to you. But what if it's not the truth? You know, it's mm-hmm. like. It's for someone hard. like us, I'm, I have anxiety and I know you obviously struggle with anxiety and I can see like obsessive tendencies in you as well. And a mm-hmm. lot of things that we talk about, but yeah. it's just really hard to deal with. It it's is really hard. It is. And I think that it takes time. Um, and I think everything takes time, honestly. So, yeah, looking at someone who's in an almost four year relationship, um, I definitely you know love to help and talk to you about where I was at the beginning of this because it's not the same place yeah and you know he's not at the same place either right um 
But every relationship's about growing. And that's the most beautiful thing is love, I always hear people say, is not only an emotion, but it's obviously something you have to commit to, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Relationships all about patience and commitment and trust, which, oh my gosh, if you're an overthinker, it's extremely hard to just trust and not create scenarios which we always talk about oh my gosh me and madison like we're the scenario queens it's like oh well you know he was at this party and this one girl i saw was also at this event so in fact they actually went and did this like i'll literally come to her with these stories and i'm like oh my god they were secretly doing this like with no the only info i have is that i went on this brand's page and saw who else was at the like Mm -hmm. i make these stories because i'm an obsessive thinker and Mm -hmm. i have anxiety and i'm like ah and, and you, then yeah. it's just like how to get yourself out of that mindset. Yeah. And it's sad because it's like self-destructive because if you obsess over situations, you want you you almost like are like it's like, do you want them to be right? Like I don't understand. You want to be proven right. Yeah. It's yeah. like but you're so you obsessive, don't. it's like you want to be in control and it's like you want to be right about the situation. So you like, even if it wasn't the original like little storyline you put in your head then you know you make up another one if that one like doesn't end yep. up working and it's just a vicious cycle which i stopped doing and it co- it comes and goes like it always will be how i am just an overthinker yeah but i think how i handle it is completely different than how i used to yeah 100% um, i just debunk it myself and i just think to myself if it's something that continues and continues and continues to bother me then i will bring it up but you know i haven't had to do that because i just debunk it and I trust that everything that is meant to come to me will come to me. Yeah. Um, and that's with everything in life. Yeah. Not only relationships. A hundred percent. I think that's been like my motto through everything too is like, okay, well, out of all of these girls that were thrown at these two boys mm-hmm. that we're with, like they chose us because we obviously are genuine down to earth girls. And you have to be confident in that fact that like, yeah, at the end of the day, regardless of anything, I know I'm a good person and I'm giving everything I great into this relationship. I'm a ball of light and that's recognized. And if it's not, the truth will come to me. And that's like, you just have to believe that. But it's so hard in moments like that yeah. where you just want control over how you're going to feel. You don't want to be like, have information just to thrown at, at you. you where you don't know how to react. You know, it's so hard. Yeah. It's really difficult. Yeah. And I think, like I said, that comes with normal relationships as well. Um because social media i really feel like it's damaged you know modern relationships no it has i was um talking to someone the other day and it was like before if a male wanted to like cheat or even get validation from another female it kind of took a lot of effort like you had to maybe go to a coffee shop to like find a girl to talk to you to get that validation Mm or or just yeah or, or work or that and now it's like oh a guy can literally just log on instagram like a girl's post and and that's like get a message from a girl and it's you know i saw a girl say that instagram is pretty much like a dating app and it's like if you're on there following random girls you think are attractive it's basically like swiping right yeah and if you're harding stuff it's basically like harding you know it matching is. with them on a dating app it's it like is you showing you know you liking girls stuff and you commenting on girls stuff or you know you know people it's just people don't understand the weight of that in our generation and it's so stupid mm-hmm. and i wish it didn't have any weight but i know it's like I said, with time, things change and we have to, I guess, accept it. Yeah. What's your stance on, like, liking other girls' photos? 
I think it's inappropriate. Yeah. Um, obviously, there are so many different scenarios. I'm not saying like mm-hmm. you're not allowed to, you know, I'm not the kind of girl who's like you can't follow any females and you can't have any female friends and females, you can't even look at them. You yeah, know? yeah. I'm not that person, but I'm like, you know, my boundaries don't cross them. Um, mm-hmm. Don't, you know, it, it's, I think it's common sense. I think that guys act on impulse and they think oh what's the what's the issue with just liking a photo what what weight does that have like do you know what generation you live in or are you confused about that too because I can sit you down and talk to you about it (laughs) I can explain how it's unnecessary and if roles were reversed I don't think you would appreciate that but it's Mm -hmm. like it's not the same for girls girls aren't like drooling over shirtless guys at the gym no (laughs) guys posing in their bathing suits or yeah like thirst traps like we almost think that's no it is i know i was talking about someone like girls can do that and it's hot like male strippers that's not is that like hot to to you no (laughs) nothing about that is hot to me it's cringe why what is that i don't know but it's like but then when girls do it it's hot and it's like i can see the appeal but it's like yeah if you want that lifestyle go be single if you want Mm -hmm to go like drool over women and and show them appreciate and show several women appreciation go be single right you know like then yeah they deserve that appreciation but not from someone who's in a relationship that's just disrespectful and it's like i feel like the lines are so blurred these days with relationships and you know in the stigma of girls being crazy and like this and that and whatever it is but it's just like at the end of the day it's so simple it's like you have one life and you have so many experiences that yeah you can go be single and have all those experiences or you can be in a relationship and still have all those experiences I feel like people look at a relationship as like a cage yeah but it's like if you're with the right person it's not it's like the best thing ever like Mm -hmm. how fun is it to be young and in love and people say you know there's the argument of like okay well like you're supposed to spend these years single and figuring yourself out and exploring things and it's like well, how fun is it to be this young and also exploring those things with someone else and being in love and finding out who you are mm-hmm. also through someone else's eyes? Yeah. You know, like yeah. they document you as well. 100%. And they can tell you, you know, you know, you're steering out in out of your lane. You know, you're you're being different. You're you're sad. You're this. They can call you out yeah. for your shit. Someone that knows you someone like that the knows back of their you, hand. Like the back of their hand. Exactly. Yeah. No, I know. It is. An, it's an interesting thing. Yeah. The whole social media thing involved in in relationships it's just ruined it it's just so it's so tricky and hard and I agree with you on a lot of a lot of those stances it's so hard I'd say also it's a different thing with us it's like okay well these people have are in the industry they work with people you know it's different for someone who's not in the industry's boyfriend who to like you know I don't know Sydney Sweeney's post versus someone who's you know it's it's interesting it's like where does that boundary draw but yeah and I think everyone should have the same but no sorry not everyone should have the same boundary but if you're gonna like oh you know my boyfriend he has you know like he's not in the public eye versus the guy who's in the public eye liking it yes if you are in the public eye people more people are going to see it because for obvious reasons how the algorithm how the algorithm works Mm -hmm. but your boyfriend who isn't in the public eye shouldn't think it's okay just because oh she's not going to see it right right right. no one's going to really see it and it's like it doesn't matter have the same respect it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if you're 
if you have social status, that doesn't make you, that doesn't make, it doesn't make it okay for you. And then if you don't, it doesn't make it not okay. There's no like, there's no excuses because of people's social status. It's like human being. That is what you are at the end of the day. And it's like, have the decency. Yeah. That's all we ask. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what you have. It's such basic level one respect Mm -hmm. like the bar is so low yeah i know i totally agree you know i totally agree okay i want to dive into modeling because obviously it's another industry in which is all about you know appearance and i'm sure yes as is ballet it must Mm -hmm. be hard how has that affected your self-image so i think So I started modeling when I was 17, but I was, I think, okay, I was, let's go back to 16. I was 16 years old and my mom's friends were like, she needs to do modeling. She's beautiful. Like she would be a great fit for it. And that was the last thing on my mind of what I would do as a career. I didn't, at that time, it was in a small town. I didn't know that that was a reachable career. And I didn't think about that being one for me or really for anyone around me I didn't know what that was like um so yeah I was 16 and I you know I sent in digitals to an agency because my mom finally was like you know what we should give it a shot and I was like okay it doesn't hurt um I met with an agency and it was very much what's your height what's your size and what's your name that's it and it felt so cold and you know just not welcoming and they don't really care I mean they do but they didn't when they met me it was more of just like it's and I know that modeling is based off looks that's what it's about but at the end of the day like looks will get you through the door but personality will keep you there Mm -hmm. so I felt like okay well if you're not going to ask any personal questions then I don't know if this is for me so after that I just felt super gross I felt Oh, I don't know if this is for me. I don't think I could. I'm 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 a sensitive person. I don't think I can handle this. Mm-hmm. So I let it go. A year later, I started doing pictures for this little boutique in my small town. And an agency reached out to me and was like, oh, we would love to meet with you. And I met with them. And I just remember this one agent who I don't remember who they were with, like anything about them. But it was this guy. And he told me, I just remember him looking at me and being like, you need to lose weight in your thighs. They're too big. Mm-hmm. And I just was thinking, luckily, I'm not someone who would take that and run. Yeah. I laughed at that and was like, you know, I did competitive cheer for my whole life. I've built muscle since I was a child. I can't get rid of that. Right. I'm sorry. Like, that's not fat. That is just muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for a second there, I thought that that was acceptable until I got older. Um. And then I just remember I was like, okay, but like, you know, to stay in shape because I stopped cheer, I'm still just going to work out. So I spent two weeks like trying to eat clean and working out after that comment. And then after that, I realized this is not attainable for me. This is not what makes me happy. I was more miserable in those two weeks than I've ever been eating whatever I want, not working out Mm -hmm. and just being young and and doing normal activities. Um, So that was that. And then, I mean, where I am now, fast forward to where I am now, I don't think modeling has ever made me feel like I'm not fit enough because I don't have the mindset of like, 
I need to be a certain way. It's like you either want me as I am or you don't want me at all. Um, there's been so many times where clients like, for example, want to change my hair color. And I'm just like, I've never dyed my hair. I don't want to change it. And I'm not going to do it for any mm-hmm. kind of money. Good. It goes the same with if you don't think I'm thin enough for your clothing you don't think I'm thin enough for your campaign, then you can find someone who mm-hmm. is would represent your brand would in represent that way. Your brand in that way, if yeah. that's what you want. If you don't want, you know, diversity with shape in your brand, and I'm then okay. And I'm like, and I'm a thin person, so yeah. it's like I I I don't know what you want girls to achieve for your brand, but I doubt that it's healthy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think I've stayed true to that mindset. There's obviously. I think this would happen to me if I didn't even model where I'm like, I'm getting older and my metabolism isn't as fast as it used to be. I don't Mm -hmm. do cheer and do hours of practice every day a week. Like my body's obviously going to change. So I think I find myself as any girl, you know, looking at myself and not even comparing, but just being like, "Mm, you know, I didn't used to have that weight there in that body part like that. Yeah. (laughs) But then it's just like stepping back and realizing like your body is going to change as you grow as a woman. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just accepting that as the only kind of thoughts that I've had. But modeling hasn't made me want to be any thinner or, you know, change the way I am. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I feel like I see that a lot in you, which is so rare for the modeling industry, just as I've seen it, is like, you guys are just these objects that like people can play around with and do this, but like you actually have that voice and that power, which I feel like not a lot of models do. Yeah. Cause like you, I mean, you just see all these girls or even in the ballet industry, like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you fit what the company wants and it asks of you. And then it's like, well, you know, yeah, they try to put you in a little box and it's like, well, what fun is that? No. You know, like, why would be... you, why would you want to promote, promote that? You know, like you want to be the change and you want to be like, which sucks because a lot of brands don't understand that still which is crazy but that's so cool to see that you have like that voice I just it's so it's so hard I remember you told me a story once you were like I was on the way I had stomach flu and you were like throwing up in the car and you called them and they were like they told you to still come or something what was that yeah they I I was sick and I was I felt like I was gonna throw up but I know my body and I'm like I definitely have like the stomach flu or something I ate something bad I don't know and I was like oh yeah like I'm gonna throw up soon but they were like okay well we have a replacement but still go and I'm just like ah I'm such a people pleaser and I never want to step in any toes and I and I don't want to be the person to be like sometimes to put my foot down which I should but I just try to be the best I can be in everything that I do and and that for me shouldn't be pushing myself to a limit I know I shouldn't have pushed myself to which is like I should have known to just stay in bed and be like listen I really can't and it's like, and if I did that, I know they would listen, but it's just mm-hmm. me being like a people pleaser and I don't want to say no. So right. yeah, I was on the way to set and I had to pull over right before I got on the highway and I was just throwing up and I was like, yeah, I'm, I can't drive any longer. I know I'm going to just keep throwing up and I can't do that oh. on the highway while I'm driving. So um, yeah, I think it's definitely like also an industry you have to put yourself first in before mm-hmm. the money, before the opportunity, you have to think about yourself because it is very easy to let opportunities and money and people walk all over you yeah so 100 percent. yeah oh it's such a crazy industry i know so crazy but i feel like you you handle it with such grace yeah and i just look at do. it as work and then i separate myself from it don't indulge into it too much but i'm very very grateful very grateful yeah to say the absolute least that i can do this as a job um and i love my agency and i love my agents and 
I'm just so happy with how things have turned out from yeah. what they used to look like. 100. So, yeah. Oh, it's so cool. What does like a morning look like when you're you have a modeling job? Like, what is your routine? Okay. So my routine is I try to get as much sleep, but for me, I'm always like, oh my God, I'm not going to wake up from, from my alarm. So then I end up staying up and I'm like thinking, I'm like looking at my alarm like 1200 times, like make sure it's AM, not PM. <laughs> I'm like, did I set it for today or for tomorrow? Like, um, so I end up waking up sometimes, not all the time, but several, th- like several times through the night, just thinking, oh my gosh, like, you know, I have somewhere to be in the morning. I have somewhere to be in the morning. I don't like being late. LA traffic is insane. You never know. Mm-hmm you know, what it's going to be like. So, you know, the routine looks like that at night. And then in the morning, it looks like I wake up, I brush my teeth, I do my skincare. I have my water, my snacks, I put my comfy clothes on and I go to set and then I get my makeup and my hair done there. So yeah, like that's, it's, it's pretty simple when I'm not doing my own hair and makeup. And if I'm doing my own hair and makeup, it's the same routine, except I wake up earlier. I do my hair, I do my makeup and then I head to set. Okay. So it's pretty simple. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy it's such like it is such a fun life probably to, like sit in the in the makeup chair is that still like fun to you or yeah, is it just work it is still fun to me I love it I love working with new people and you know I what's awesome about it and what used to scare me is that it used to scare me that I would have to go to set with new people pretty much every time that I worked it's not often that you have a steady client um that you work with so it's like yeah a new room with new people constantly and I'm I used to be such a shy person so I feel like modeling has definitely brought me out of my shell and is awesome yeah I just get to meet a bunch of new people and you know see what inspires them and see their creativity and yeah that's awesome yeah I love it that is amazing Mm -hmm. that's such like a good like silver lining of of it all yeah it's just like you you get to be so social and meet all these people and learn from like makeup artists and other creatives you know yeah it's really cool yeah exactly you're learning from the photographer and you're learning from the makeup artist and you're learning from the stylist and you're learning yourself you know you're there on a new job trying new things um but yeah i mean I feel like I'm I'm pretty lucky with the experiences that I've had. There has only been like very, very, very few instances where I felt like uh, this isn't this isn't so lovely. Yeah. But um, nothing that's like overpowering how awesome it's it's been. Yeah. Have you ever had like a bad experience with a photographer or anything inappropriate? I think I've had a bad experience. I mean, yeah, one that I like that sticks with me. I think. And that is just a topic I feel like that's honestly good to talk about is that I remember shooting. I'm not going to say like names or brands or whatever, because honestly, like I give grace to everyone and I don't hold a grudge. I just it sticks with me Mm -hmm. and not in the way where it's like, oh, my God, that's like I think about it so often. Right. Whatever. But it's just a story that I think of when someone asks me that question. So I think it's that when I was 18, I think or I must have been 17 at this time. Actually, it wasn't even 18. And I remember the I don't know what he did he he was he was high up at this brand and I just remember standing next to another model super beautiful she's amazing um and he kind of looked at me as we were posing in bathing suits like this was like a summer ad Mm -hmm. you know we had oil on us we were like you know like it looked like summertime backdrop summer little blow-ups everywhere whatever and I remember just standing there and posing and him being and I was and I was pretty new to modeling I'll put that out there 
And I remember him standing there and be like, can you be a little more hot like so-and-so, the other girl that I was standing with? Like, can you be a little more hot? Can you just be like hotter pretty much is what he was saying. And I just remember sitting there and being like, oh my God, like what do you even do with that information? And I don't, I give everyone the benefit of the doubt and I don't know if he just said what came to his mind without thinking what that would have meant to me yeah most as a young girl (laughs) but yeah it's like they don't think what that what that could have done if I wasn't strong-headed you know right um yeah it's something I always think about it's like that balance of being like like wanting to feel like you're hot and then wanting to just be yourself and, and and not kind of exploit yourself and 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 be like oh that's that's what others want to see that's what will do good or right you know that's what like these photographers want to see it's like it's it is sometimes something i think about like oh well, i see all these girls posting posing all hot and wearing bikinis and doing this and looking that and then i look at myself and i'm like these brands always you know put me as like the girl next door mm-hmm. and i always had trouble with that like as a young girl like oh, but all these girls look so mature and so, and they're like my age and they look so hot and their books look so hot and their photo shoots look so hot. And then I'm over here, girl, like brands are putting me in like Hello Kitty stuff and and, (laughs) and pink makeup and and like girl next door stuff. And I'm like, and I'm like, you know, but at the end of the day, like being a hot person is not a personality. Like I need to stop Mm -hmm. thinking that's what I want. This is when I was younger. What that's, I needed to stop thinking like that's what would make me Mm -hmm. a better model is being hotter and posing and, certain things and and working with certain brands it's like you know now I appreciate it I'm like okay good I want to be the girl next door I want to look young forever yeah (laughs) 100% I want to be cute and do all this stuff um but it's definitely something that I did think about and then I'm sure crosses my mind sometimes of like you know just being a girl it's always like oh like I want to feel hot I want to look hot yeah but is that for yourself or is is that for the male for the male male gaze gaze, or for even anyone's gaze you know? I know I think about that a lot you know like is this for myself like do yeah. I feel better after I did that yeah or is that just to get the attention that I wanted you know I know I know I thought I thought about that too today I was talking to my friend about boob jobs and I was like I would never get a boob job because I just don't like myself with big boobs like genuinely I'll put mm-hmm. on a push-up bra once a month I have this urge to like be this yeah. like crazy be feminine a woman a woman <laughs> And I put on the push-up bra and I literally look at myself. I feel so out of place. I'm like, I feel so weird. And like, you know, nothing wrong with anybody doing that. But it's just yeah. like, is if I were to get a boob job, I don't think it would be for myself. Mm-mm. I think I would do it because I've, I've built this idea, a society of that men that men want that. Because I'm so comfortable the way I am, I know. you know. It's really sad how many men vocally speak out about how their favorite feature on a girl is tits. I know. How do you sit there and say that's your favorite? That's insane. People are like, oh, I love the honesty. I love the transparency. But do you know the damage that that does? I know. Do you? Because girls are getting surgeries because of it. Yeah. And they're they're putting a foreign object into them. Yeah. For you. (laughs) For you. And it's like some girls do it for themselves. And like, I love that. Like, if you feel more confident with a bigger chest, then like you have the power to do that mm-hmm. and it's I, I and I love the confidence that you right. have to change yourself in a way that you feel like will boost your confidence yeah that's I have totally nothing great. against great. it but I know so many girls who have fallen and like victim to the society's standpoint on what a woman should look like yeah and I 
always struggled with that growing up is like having a smaller boobs and being called mosquito bites and like (laughs) looking like a child you know my when I I grew up with a best friend who had like bigger boobs than me and I always looked at her and thought like oh you know guys will take her more serious because she has bigger boobs or you know older guys will look at her in a certain way and it's like oh my god how disgusting is that yeah it's like I look I look at that now and think oh my god no I'm so glad that I never never wanted to change it never did change it um and yeah and just like you know you're with a man when he doesn't care about the size of your tits you know you're with a boy when he does that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) can you imagine if someone asked what's your favorite feature on a on a guy and i'm like yeah his uh dick size like so in fact go get a dick enlargement like what actually go get surgery can you imagine (laughs) can you imagine it's like Oh, are you kidding me? That will yeah. because it. The sad part is, like, I, I don't think they can change that. Like, I don't no, think there's can. a surgery. You know, no, there they is. Can. Yeah, there is. Okay, I don't know. I've, know I've that. like, <laughs> I've read about it for okay. some reason. I don't know why, <laughs> but like, you can do. I think you can do length too. Because I was okay. thinking, okay, like you can get like what injections to like make it. Yeah, oh, it's just like really weird. Yeah, all yeah. of it's just weird. But can you imagine like the roles were reversed? It's just crazy. <sighs> how women are just expected even with birth control it's like why is there no science trying to like make a man a man would never take a pill oh, every never. morning are you kidding no are you kidding they wouldn't or they wouldn't an iud wear condoms. Oh, an iud oh, stuck up it. in there no, are you kidding yeah they barely would wear condoms yeah it's too inconvenient for them it's Way ridiculous oh it's like that's inconvenient yeah do you, you want to talk t- about do you want to you want me to pull out the the encyclopedia that comes with birth control yeah. and talk about inconvenience yeah let's talk can. about it let's talk about it we can write a list about the inconveniences you have and the inconveniences that i have it's just like when is this going to change is it ever going to change you know i don't know i don't know and i really hope societal it is it's so sad and i really hope that someone breaks that cycle soon yeah it's just like from the beginning of time from the beginning of time symbols yeah my god that's a whole different conversation it's wild we grow up thinking that the hotter you are the better you are yeah the more it's all about appearance it's all about appearance is your worth which sucks yeah. but it's cool to see that you can do modeling and it's not that for you yeah it's you know really not that for me I don't that's not think... your worth it's like that's your your job and your work and like mm-hmm. you can look at it in a different uh, like standpoint which i feel like is so important for girls to hear yeah i feel like when a person compliments my energy and you know who i am as a person and that they, they think i'm nice and that i have a good heart goes so 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 much farther than them telling me i'm I'm a pretty face yeah a hundred percent obviously like that is an amazing compliment to to get called beautiful and get compliments like i i do appreciate that too but i think yeah th- that someone telling me that i have they feel like i have good intentions i have a good heart and that i'm a nice person really makes me feel like i have a i'm doing good yeah you know when someone calls me pretty i'm like okay well how can i keep that up yeah I know. How, how do I how do I continue to to get those compliments? How do I right like always look good? So like if I you know it, it's just like a constant battle. But when I get those compliments about my personality, I'm like peace. I know. <laughs> I know. You know. Yeah, it's so true. Um, I'm gonna take like a crazy turn to talk about something a little bit more serious, but it's kind of crazy that it's something that you went through. But yes. you went to what is it Stoneman? Stoneman Douglas. Stoneman Douglas. So you were part of the 
Parkland shooting, which was yes. so major that we all, I'm sure, have heard about. And I know that's when like the March for Our Lives happened and mm-hmm. we saw all these amazing people talking about it. And it was just such a big moment in history, at least at my high school, I remember like, yeah. and it's crazy that you literally, like, what was that experience like? Do you want, if you want to talk yeah, about it? Yeah, yeah. I don't mind talking about it, actually. Um, it happened when I was a junior. So I think I was, what, 17. And it was... February 14th, which is Valentine's Day in 20, oh my God, was this 2018, I believe? Yes. And yeah, it was, it's crazy um, because, you know, you see it in the news and, you know, people talk about it and you have drills at your school, but you never think going into school like, oh, like, you know, it could happen here. You know, you feel so safe in your small town and, you know, your good, your good area that you live in, but it doesn't you know, guarantee that that can't, you know, that that won't happen. So it was crazy. It was 20 minutes before class was about to be let out and it was Valentine's Day. So I was thinking about what I was going to be doing, you know, what kind of cute treats I was going to be making, um, what I was going to be doing with my boyfriend at the time. Like those were the thoughts running through my head. Um, You know, it's Valentine's Day. Why, why would you think of anything else? Um, Yeah, I was in math class. So we were doing like, some assignment and then the fire alarm went off and we like walked outside and you know I heard what was going on and I texted my mom because I immediately knew I just had this gut feeling like I have a pretty strong intuition and I texted my mom and I was like yeah something's not right um she was the parent that got my sister's school that was down the street on lockdown she took my sisters to a friend and they you know watched them while my mom rushed to my school she was like one of the first parents there and you know as parents started to line up because it was you know almost the end of the day wow my mom was having to like break the news of like what was going on and you know I just remember sitting there and um thinking like okay I need to get a hold of my brother to know that he is okay because the building that it was happening in it was a three-story building and then there was a little sidewalk and then it was my classroom so I could hear everything but my brother was actually in the building that it was happening in Mm. and I just remember texting him and texting him just being like please tell me that you're okay like please that's all I and I wanted you know and then all my friends names just started like running through my head I'm like oh my god like I need to know that they're all okay like we didn't know how many people were on campus we didn't know what was going on um but I just remember like after you know running back into our classroom I was just like like you know pushing everyone like in telling my teacher like just get back inside get back inside and like I could just tell her face the whole time was just pale like she had nothing to say Mm -hmm. she was you know she quit after that she well didn't come back um I could just tell that that absolutely destroyed her um and I just remember we were just all like you know everyone does the drills you're in the corner of the classroom under the desk whatever the case is and I just remember sitting there and everyone like calling their parents being like you know, like, I love you just in case, you know, oh, I know God. It's so dark. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Um, And then I just remember, yeah, I didn't get any texts from my brother. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, I know he's in that building because I have his schedule. Yeah. And I, you know how you like um, get schedules early, like, because you, you know, they leak sometimes and, and it's not in the same order that your classes are really in. I only had that schedule. And when I checked his classes, the class that I thought he was in. Um, we had already heard news that that teacher had passed because he was holding the door open for students to get back into the classroom. So I thought, oh my God, my brother's in that classroom, which he wasn't luckily. Um, but he was on like the second floor, which was the floor that was like, nobody got hurt on. And 
finally i get a text from my mom being like your brother just ran out of the building like straight into my mom like just they literally were like as soon as you exit the building just run as far as you can off of campus oh my gosh ran into my mom randomly and i just got a text from my mom and i was just like i could breathe a little bit <laughs> yeah um but yeah i mean we didn't get evacuated until like 5 p.m and and the bell rings at like 2 40 i think so how long were you in the classroom for uh yeah from like whenever class started and we're supposed to get out at 2 40 and then from then till probably like 5 something wow. p.m SWAT team you came in leave. broke the broke the door down and was like everyone put your hands up my mom told me grab your license grab everything important put it in your pants I just remember I had leggings on I, th I think and I just shoved everything in like my waist belt and I just put my jacket over it and they came in and they were like put your hands on the person in front of you and walk out Whoa. and then, you know, we had to leave everything walk out get off campus I remember just getting off of campus and the amount of chaos that was going on was insane. And, and this is like another topic Like people ask me like, oh, like, why didn't you go to college or, you know, why didn't you do that? And I'm just like, honestly, after that school wasn't the same. And I don't think for yeah. me sitting in a classroom for a couple more years could have been good for me. No, and I yeah. think that everyone handles it differently. But I think for me, just like that experience, I was just like, you know, that's why when modeling came as an opportunity I was just like I couldn't believe it I was yeah. like oh this could be something I can do that you know could keep me from going to school again like I'm gonna take a leap of faith yeah <laughs> and I'm just gonna go for it um but yeah it so, was insane. so crazy yeah my brother was there so like he was a freshman I was a junior so he had you know a couple more years to be there and I just had the rest of that year and then my senior year which I mean I didn't take SATs Really? I didn't I didn't do any of like the normal testing that like a junior or senior does. How long I did it take to go back to school? After two that? weeks. They had us going back to school and it was just therapy dogs were everywhere. Um, they were trying to pull us out for therapy section sessions after my first one. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk about it yet. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, we just had like therapy dogs on campus. We played with like Play-Doh and colored. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty much like big therapy <laughs> sessions every day. Well, that's good. Which was good. Yeah. Um, and then we just got to be with everybody who knew exactly what that experience was like. Was like, so it was comforting. Right. I mean, it's like a crazy trauma bond. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's. Yeah. So I mean, every, and you know, every year that it's like the anniversary, which is Valentine's Day, it's hard. I try to disassociate the two. Yeah. But um, I always like you know will make it known that like if anyone wants to talk about it like i'm still here because it's like i'm across the country with no one here that i know that's, that's you know was there like that yeah it's just so crazy like i can't believe it is that whole story it's like literally something that that you, that you hear you, in the news you hear in the news and you never it's just like the one place you want to you want to feel safe and that you should feel safe and that shouldn't even be a question you know i know it's so weird it's so wild and i can't believe you went through that no, it doesn't feel real to me either. That's yeah. why people are like, oh, can you talk about it? I'm like, yeah, it definitely does stir up emotions, but it, it doesn't hit me in the way of like, oh, my God, like, yeah, that actually happened. That's yeah. crazy. It's like it just seems surreal. Yeah. It just seems like an emotion that I feel. Not yeah. that it like actually happened. Like, not that I was actually there. Right. It's weird. Oh, well, I could talk to you for hours <laughs> and sit here, but we're way over time. <laughs> um, Thank you so much for coming on, you guys. Madison will have to be back. You're yeah. going to have to be back to talk. I'm more, down. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, sit your ass down in the chair. I know. God. In the hot seat. In the hot seat. I'm sure like 
I'll go to your house next week and we'll talk about something and be like, wow, this is great for the podcast. And we'll do another episode. I'm down. I'm here. Yeah, it's going to happen. I love you so much. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you next week. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)